Welcome back to Remember Country Music. This week we have Minnesota native Aaron Clafton on the show. We talked about his EP, Kentucky Avenue. We talked about Jesus and Janice. We talked about his 75 Hard Challenge. We talked about 90 sports movies. We talked about hockey. Everything. All right here on Remember Country Music. Coming at you. What is going on, everybody? How are we doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast, RCM Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kyle Corbus. And uh, today we got Aaron Clafton on. Aaron, I feel like we've been we've been uh friendly for a while now. And yeah, um we've been Twitter friends. We've been Twitter, we tweeted each other, yeah, we Instagram at each other. That's right. And we've just never done one of these, and here we are. Here I'm we excited are. to be here. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a big morning and by morning we really do mean early in the morning this is the first time both of us are talking today so you know here we are it's it's yep. gonna be great <laughs> you gotta seize the day start early gotta, we're taking advantage of it you have coffee i don't even have coffee yet. i got i gotta get my coffee i don't even have that dude you're um, slacking <laughs> i i'm just listen high on life that's what they say High on life. I don't need caffeine <laughs> until about two hours later when I fall asleep because I'm tired. Oh gosh, I can't survive without it. I neither can I. But you know, <laughs> we are. I got this thing actually. Maybe this. Maybe I don't know. Are you in a, a hot coffee? You're well. You're drinking hot coffee. But do you yep. like iced coffee? I do. Yep. Because I, I typically like. I got a thing with hot coffee. And although mm-hmm. I think hot coffee is fine, I only started drinking coffee a few years ago. And for the most part, I drink lattes and like just regular coffee with milk and that's it. Yeah. But I like can't drink hot coffee because really? I have to wait till it's like not piping hot. And by that time, it's like rose. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like I might have a really sensitive mat. Like I don't know what the deal is, but every time I drink hot coffee, I burn my face off. It's awful. Yeah, you just got to get through the burn you know i have a I thing know. with burn and and fire so maybe that's <laughs> I don't know, why <laughs> <laughs> i don't know so i just only drink iced coffee and for my birthday i got this thing and this is the only reason why i think you're gonna like this is that i got this thing that i don't really know how to explain it. it's three parts but you put water in the middle part and then you put the whole thing in the freezer so then it freezes around it's plastic and it freezes around the cup part and then what you do is you open up that middle part after it's frozen mm-hmm. and you pour whatever hot beverage or like room temperature beverage or whatever you want in that center part. And then you close it up for like 30 seconds and then you pour it into a glass and it's ice cold. Ah, that's smart. So it takes away any of my, like, I don't have to go to Starbucks and get iced coffee because I could just take it from upstairs. See, I'd, um, if I'm craving an iced coffee, I'll just like fill like a tumbler glass full of ice and then like make a Keurig cup of like the smallest, like the tea size one. Mm-hmm. And that's not bad. I mean, it's a little watered down, but. See, that's my thing is like, it's always watered down when I've done it. And I'm always <laughs> just like. Uh... Also, there's such a difference between like a hot cup of coffee that goes cold and like cold coffee. Like that's true. I don't know what it is, if it's the intention behind it or, or what, but like, if I let this sit and get cold, I couldn't drink it. But, but you like, could let it cold. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so weird. That is true. Life's and funny. That's actually, you know what? 
I never thought about that. But here we are. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about that. You know what's so interesting? Do you ever do you ever like scroll on TikTok and see like those like like girls on TikTok that like make coffee, but it's like yeah. They're like the most, or you know who does it? And this is not her intent, but she, she does this as part of like her videos. Um, Alexandra K always looks like she's making a kick-ass cup of coffee. Yeah. It yep. always looks so good. And I'm like, there's no way I could do that ever. I, this guy comes up on my for you page. He's like from Canada or something. And he, he's always like just duetting those coffee making videos. And he goes, Oh yeah, that seems like a lot of creamer. eh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he just like rates it i'll give that one a seven out of ten <laughs> and then that's it <laughs> that's honestly they just crack me up i don't know if it's the accent or it's always it's always the a at the end that gets me it's gotta yeah. be that's that's what it's gotta be or like you ever watch um uh tommy tommy something and he's the guy where it's like eat mcdonald's for a whole day well like ba 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 i'm loving it and then he like literally eats mcdonald's for the whole day this guy, eat, well, this guy also eats like an insane amount and he's probably like our size, which is like the weirdest thing. Just like <laughs> houses all this food. But there's a guy that reacts to the same thing and he goes, he go, he'll be like, oh, Tommy, like five hash browns. Was that necessary? You could have just ate one or like something <laughs> like that. And he, he gets thousands and thousands of likes. And I always think like, are the people that are making these videos seeing them and like laughing or are they seeing them being or getting like, offended? Or annoying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure the tiktok community is just like whoever's gonna share this share the heck out of it you know <laughs> tiktok's a funny thing i don't know it sure is it, it's 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 one hell of an app you can i have i haven't cracked that code but i'm definitely thankful Brittany and sj both have <laughs> i know right <laughs> i at one point thought i cracked the code and realized i actually just didn't crack the code because uh, if you uh, look yeah, at You've had some videos that have had some good, a good couple, traction on them. a couple, but like, if you look at the, at, at the, at the ratios of, of views and likes after those big videos, it's just not consistent, which means I haven't cracked it. Which means I just got, <laughs> is basically what I'm saying. And yeah. you know, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the luck, but you know, <laughs> still it's like, whatever. It's, yeah, you know, it's, it's a time. It is very interesting. app. It really is. <laughs> Um, so you just mentioned Canada. So obviously mm-hmm. uh, neither of us are from Canada, but you're closer to Canada I'm than close. I am. Yeah. You're close. I, I'm Canada light. You're, you're Canada <laughs> light. There you go. That's a good way to put it. But you're uh, from Minnesota. I've never met anyone from Minnesota. And I always yeah. find, I always love to sit down and, and like talk to someone from a place where like that I've never been. Like when I talked to Fallon Schultz, like she's from Wisconsin, like that's cool. I don't know. Yeah. I just think like these, like, states that i've never been to that i don't even know if i'll ever go to it's cool like minnesota well, we'll have to get you up to minnesota i'm down I'm a, I'm a huge vikings fan i've been a vikings fan my entire life really yeah Good my dad's a vikings fan so it's that's just awesome fun. yeah i mean it's it's a it's a up and down life being a vikings fan very much an up and down life I'm with you. <laughs> and much. lots of and lots of disappointment so <laughs> more more than a lot of disappointment yeah <laughs> but yeah minnesota is great i love it up there um i was just there for like five days playing some shows and um got to see some family hang out at the lake and that's basically what you do during the summer there is just are you uh, lake. are you like closer to canada or are you like closer to the southern end like what part of minnesota so i i grew up right in the middle um near st cloud 
uh, in a town called Sock Rapids, Minnesota. Um, we ha- we have a Rapids. we have a very cool water tower. Um, it is very. Some would say it's ugly, but <laughs> it's it's um, it's got some quirk to it. It's it's like this, yes, it's like this brown colored hot air balloon is essentially what is <laughs> and it's right off of highway 10 and everybody snapchats me when they drive through when they're on the way up north it's not ugly it's just it has character it has character good. that's what i was looking for yeah that's what people say about me they say i'm not ugly they just say i have character you know I mean? like, you know, just, we'll take that and run with it <laughs> yeah um so in minnesota like did you it's going to sound so like stereotypical. I mean, did you play hockey? Like, is that sure did? Yeah, I, I was a, I was a, I come from like a pretty big hockey family. Like, my uncle, my, my parents both grew up in like northern Minnesota. And so they all, I mean, my dad played hockey and um, all of his brothers and sisters did. Um, and they have like a skate shop up there, which my dad brought to the town that we that's that so mighty ducks that is so mighty ducks x it, it it is it really so was. much like mighty ducks <laughs> it called clapton skate so if you're ever up there go get a t-shirt all or, right go, or get a pair of skates <laughs> um but yeah so i've i've been like on the ice since i was like five years old i wasn't like the best hockey player i was more of a music guy but um uh, <laughs> but you yeah, played like, nonetheless yeah, I was a goalie, so I was extra weird, <laughs> um, which is probably why I'm in music. <laughs> <laughs> so is it harder to? So I, I worked in I worked for professional hockey team for a little bit, but and I love hockey. Like I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, so I'm uh-huh. kind of on cloud nine right now. To be there you go. But um, like the Yankees are disappointing me. The Vikings always, Vikings always suck. But the one thing I have good in my life is the fact that Tampa Bay Lightning are one kick-ass hockey team. Um, but I've, I've always been, I can't skate, like not at all. I, I like, I can barely walk on my own two feet, let alone skate. Like, there's just no way. I just don't have the balance <laughs> for it. Um, and I've never been able to skate as much as I've tried, but I'm always fascinated with the idea of like, how does a goalie skate with, with pads like that? There's just no way. <laughs> and also like I, if I was a goalie, there's no way I'm standing for the entire three periods. <laughs> I just couldn't. You're taking a knee. <laughs> I'm taking a knee. I, I am absolutely taking a knee. There's no way. Gosh, the, the, I mean, my dad was a goalie as well. So he um, he always told me like the goalie had to be like the best skater on the ice in order to be any good at it. Um, so I don't know. It just is. It's a different, obviously different movements. But, but yeah, there was definitely some games that I played where I would get like five shots in the entire game. And I was just like, okay, I'm ready to go home. (laughs) Like I'm I'm just like, I'm just sitting on the back of the net with my arms rested on on the crossbar. Just like, it's like, remember, uh, remember that scene from, uh, what was it like the, I'm a huge, like, like cheesy sports movie, like 90 sports movie guy. Yeah. Like I will say that I love movies, but like the cheesy 90s sports movies like the mighty ducks and summer's catches of the worlds like those, <laughs> like that is like little big league like that's my shit like those like th- those are the best movies in my opinion <laughs> but there's that scene from like the third mighty ducks where where julie the cat gaffney is sitting in goal and she's like 
I'm so bored. And she just like skates back and forth. And then all of a sudden just like drops her knees and just sits there. That would be me. <laughs> like that would literally be me. I would just drop to my knees and be like, all right, listen, when you guys come down here, I'll stand up. But for right now I'm sitting on my knees. That'd be me. <laughs> so it's, it, it was very telling that I was going to be in music when I was like, I was probably like fourth or fifth grade, but we would have like, um, these games and I would there would be I'd get five shots on net and I'd be sitting back there by myself like what am I what am I what am I thinking about I was literally like making up songs while I was in net. <laughs> like I would do like Johnny Cash but make it like hockey related I'd like Weird Al the walk the line to like I don't know make something up <laughs> and then I feel like, oh, I made this song up while I was back there <laughs> to my team. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> screw, screw the fact that you just shut out the visiting team, but you made a song. Yeah. <laughs> you did it all at once. <laughs> um, that's so funny. That is incredible. I, I feel like I was a catcher growing up playing baseball. So I feel like it's the same idea, except there's always an umpire behind me. So if I ever wanted to do anything else, I mean, everyone was always listening to me. Yeah, you but, couldn't sing. sing oh my God, there. you couldn't sing. But you could talk crap about the pitcher that's across from you, even though you're, they're your teammate. I mean, I used to do that to my brother all the time. We're twins, and he was a pitcher. I was a catcher. And it's oh, so nice. funny because the ump used to sit behind me, right? And it was like when I was like younger, it was like high school guys of like brothers of dudes that I was friends with. So like oh. I probably knew them. And at one point, I remember like being a little kid, and this guy that I knew pretty well was the umpire. And, uh, you, you, you know, my brother was having a couple of bad at bats <laughs> and the umpire is like, he, like my brother would like throw a ball and I look at him and be like, yo, Dylan, like help him out. He's struggling. Like, come on, like, like help us out. And he's like, you go talk to him. I was like, I'm not going out there. He's just going to yell at me. I'm not going to talk to him. No way. And that was our, that was our, our demise as a pitcher and catcher is that I didn't want to go out there to talk to my brother and he didn't want there to go out there and talk to me or he didn't want me to go out there and talk to him because one of us was going to start yelling at the other one and then my dad who's the head coach would have to come out and separate us so like there's just no way that was ever going to happen so it was so like funny. it was like fight it off until the last possible minute and then we'll let my dad deal with it when, when he's got to take him out or make a pitching change or whatever he's got to do I never want to deal with it ever never happened and maybe that's why I was not a successful baseball player but you know <laughs> all right um so you made a pretty big jump recently yeah um, and you decided to you know go in and do this music thing uh full speed ahead full time and um it was probably a pretty scary thing for you to do but um i'm sure that it was also maybe a little bit of a weight lift off your shoulders and you were like i could focus all all here um oh my gosh yeah. what was that thought process like for you like like what what like when were you like you know what? Screw it. I want to do this full time. Cause I don't know what you were doing before, but yeah. You know, so you're doing I'll go, I'll go way back. So when I moved to Nashville, I started working full time, like in, uh, at a credit union, mm -hmm. basically banking and, uh, can kind of just kept up with that up until this beginning or till like March of this year. And, um, during the pandemic, I started doing this 75 hard challenge and I did one in September and then I did a second one starting in March. And so though basically the whole premise behind a 75 hard is like mental toughness and um, just kind of, kind of gaining confidence and um, 
finding out what your passion is. I always knew my passion was music, but I never really was like, like you said, going full force at it. Um, and so part of it is reading 10 pages of a nonfiction book. So I was reading all these self-help books and I was, and they were basically were all like telling me you need to go for it. Like it's just, you have to. And yeah. so I finally in March put it in my two weeks notice and now I'm parking cars part-time and um, do it, trying to do music full-time. And honestly, I have never been as happy as I am right now. There you go. There you go. So, That's what you want to hear. That's exactly yes. what you want to hear. That's so, awesome. It was, it was definitely scary, especially being like 28 and having to like figure out how to do health insurance and all that sort of thing. And because yeah. I mean, I was working full-time for five years and I was like, oh, that my employer will just take care of all that stuff for me. And now it's like, I'm the employer, like, yeah. <laughs> how do, how do I make this work? So it's been a learning curve and it's been, but it's been great. I'm, I've never felt so like free to like awesome. do whatever I want to do. So that's so awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, I Thank know it's you. like, like a scary jump, but um, sometimes you just got to do it. You know, you know, I've had yep. some thoughts like that too. And, and um, you know, it is, it, it is a scary thing. You're right. Like it's, you, you never, cause you don't know how it's going to pan out. Like you don't know what's going to happen two weeks from now. Like you, when you put your two weeks in, you didn't know what was going to happen the week after, like, you know, any, right. anything could happen. So it's kind <clears throat> of a scary thing, but um, it's all about having like that. You got to have some sort of faith that it's going to lead in, in the right direction yeah. or, or move you into the next chapter of your life. And I was, I'm, I'm think I'm lucky that like banking is always something I can go back to. Like right. it's, and that was kind of my whole thought process behind it was like, you know, if, if something doesn't work out, like I can always get a job in banking. Like there's always going to be jobs available because you already have like what the four years experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Three, four years experience, whatever it is. Yeah. So I mean like you could always go back and that's a really good way to look at it because like there's always going to be a bank and someone's yeah. always going to be hiring. So like, <laughs> you know, you, you can, you can always go back, which is, which is a really good way to look at it because, you know, this music thing is a game, but I think uh, like, if you, if you didn't go for it, you'd be kicking yourself for it. So I'm, I'm glad yeah. you did. I think that was a, that was a, um, a, a good move on your part. Health insurance thing that scares the hell out of me too. You know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I think it, I think it scared my mom more than anything. Cause, like, <laughs> cause I, I, I'm totally like, I was like, I don't really need it. I was like, I can go without it. And she's like, you need it. She's like, you need it. What if something happens? I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, <laughs> I still have like that 18 year old, like ind indestructible mentality about myself. <laughs> like, yeah, me too. <laughs> nothing's ever going to happen to me. And until it does. And then until it like... does. And it's going to happen when I don't have help. <laughs> so she made me get it. <laughs> it's always going to happen at the worst times. That's why that's moms know best. Let's be honest here. They, 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 mm -hmm. they know better than all of us. Yeah, better than all of us. Um, so, uh, what was one of the books that you read? Did it happen to be the book called, um, was it grit or like true, true grit or something like that? It was like the art of, um, it was, um, basically the one that 
really like put the idea in my head was a book that my coworker gave me. Okay. <laughs> and Ironic. um it was I mean it it was probably a very I, I was at the point where I was like, okay, I need a book like ASAP and I don't have time to go like buy one on Amazon or whatever. So she was like, oh I have this book in my car you can read. And I was like, okay. It was very girl focused. It was um God, what was it called? It was um oh my God, why am I blanking on it? See, now you're losing your train of thought. It was yellow. It was a yellow cover. Okay. Um, We're getting somewhere. It was, oh, you're a badass. I don't know who wrote it. But then I was like, I really need to quit my job. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to give it like X amount of months. And then that that number kept like being pushed back and pushed back. And then, and then I read the subtle art of not giving a fuck and i was like okay we're doing it let's do it and i talked to my friend who worked at this ballet company and i was like how much like do you guys do pretty well there and he's like yeah i was like okay get me in (laughs) (laughs) and then that then it it happened from there so that's so funny because since uh since probably my freshman year of high school the only three books that i've read voluntarily Mm-hmm. voluntarily and even then that's like a stretch because i probably spark noted through the last yeah. you know six years of my schooling um but the only book i i like voluntarily read was the saddle art not giving a fuck matthew mcconaughey's green lights oh. and i listened to that because and you know that because i tweeted about i like live tweeted about that book i love <laughs> that book and then um this book i'm Blanking on the name because I'm only about not even a quarter way in. I've probably had it for seven months, but I'm like slowly mm-hmm. reading it called like grit, like the something. It's like the idea of like not backing down just because things get hard kind of thing. Yeah. That's kind of like the idea of it. Like the first chapter is about like a West Point cadet and like um and like how uh they go from like civilian life to like cadet life and how it's like so like mentally draining and how they have to like get past this like mental block and whatever. Yeah. And like, it's a lot about that, which is really good. Cause like things like this, like trying to figure out like pod stuff and like what I want to do with this and like that, you know, just like music, yeah. it's the same it's idea. Like it's a brand. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard because like at some points you probably do hit a little bit of a block and I have like, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. And like, I've hit like a, I'm busy. And this is a lot of work that I have to do each week. And I'm also just really busy kind of thing. Like I've hit that before. So like those types of books help. I, I, yeah, I, I, I stand by them, honestly. And I don't know, <laughs> but I stand by them. I, when, when I was doing those 75 hours, I was a little like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like reading mm-hmm. all these nonfiction books, but it was definitely probably like the highlight of the whole experience is just learning about just mental toughness and in, in a brief and, synopsis could you explain what a 75 hard is people are listening oh yeah so it's um 75 days straight there's no cheat days you have to do two workouts a day one of them has to be outside they have to be 45 minutes long um you have to follow a meal plan or a diet and then you have to drink a gallon of water a day there's no alcohol and you have to read I'm out. I'm 10 pages of a nonfiction book. So you've got those six things that you need to do every day. Um, and it's really hard. 
Is it really and, hard? And if you, oh, and you have to take a progress picture every day as well. So um, it's, it, it's really tough. <laughs> so the <laughs> level of these workouts, are, are they like up to you or like? Yeah, it's totally up to you. Like there were days I tried to like go pretty hard for mine. Like I would like weight lift for my indoor workout and then I would go for a run for 45 minutes. Um, but there were definitely days where I was like walking twice a day. Cause I was just spent and yeah. like, just needed to have a, like a little bit of a break. Um, but I actually did it with Carrie and Brooke who, um, we have the podcast together, um, the three too many podcast. And we, um, we all did it together and they walked a lot of theirs both inside and outside. So, mm-hmm. and they, I mean, honestly, if you do, even if you just walk twice a day for, um, an hour and a half, like you're for 75 days straight, you're going to see a change in your body, no matter what, you know, especially if you're eating right and not drinking, like it's crazy. I think that's my biggest setback. <laughs> That'd probably be <laughs> oh, the same. Thing. That'd probably be the hardest thing for me. I mean, let's be honest. Dude, though, once, once I got out of it though, I went right back to drinking like, <laughs> as much as I did. And I was like, and now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I need to do another one. Like it, it's so addicting. Like for me personally, I don't know. I, I don't know if I like the challenge of it or, or what, but I'm ready to do another one. I'll probably Maybe. do another one in the spring. I kind of want to do one. I don't know though. I kind of, I do. honestly, it changed my life. Like I'm going to probably do one a year for the rest of my but life. But I feel like it'd be really hard for me to do by myself. Cause I feel like I'd slack if I did it by myself. Like, I feel okay. like I need someone in there, like, like telling me to go and like, I think, honestly, I think I can get by with like the diet. I think I can get by with the water. I think even the alcohol, like if I had to cut beer out of my life for like 75 days, I think I could, I could do it. It would suck. My friend Miller Lite would be pissed. And my newfound <laughs> yes. love for Bush Apple would also suffer. But <laughs> Well, I, in March, when, when I do my third one, I'll hit I'll me up. We can do, I'll do it. I'll do it. Hit me up. As long as you hold me accountable, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. I think the, the thing we're all struggling most is the fact that like, I'll realize I have to waste an hour and a half to like go work out. And I mean, was, I already, I already run a lot anyway. Like I run like, like a, de- a very decent amount. So like I can make one of those 45 minutes easy. Cause I'm really slow, but like yeah. that second one, that would suck. Like if I run like a five, five mile run, in 45 minutes to an hour like what am i gonna do do that again i mean i could go to the gym i but i just hate going to the gym i just hate it yeah it's one of those things you have to push through it i don't know grit maybe 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 in march i'll be sitting here saying how i'm doing a 75 hard oh my gosh maybe i will i recommend it i recommend it all right listen (laughs) i'll I'll sit on it for a few months well i'll I'll, I'll shoot you a text in march i'll be like let's do it or let's not do it well it depends on depends on how we're feeling you know you never you never know (laughs) um so let's let's briefly uh talk about the pod there because that's exciting right you know you started your own podcast and it's cool and you get your guys's page looks great and it's thank you it's a fun podcast i like it um so uh was that kind of like one of your things where you're just like, listen, I'm not working full time anymore. I have a little bit more time on my hands. And then like, these are like two of my friends and they, they, they both live in different States. Or they, they both, both live in Minnesota, but different okay. cities in Minnesota. So like, so. you know, three friends that haven't been, haven't been uh, with each other um, or not, are not with each other all the time. Yeah. And you guys get to hang out, you know, have a good time. And, and um, I think it's fun. Do you think it's fun? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was honestly like not something that I was like doing to like try to like, I'm not, I mean, it's nowhere near at the point of like making money, but like, I just was like, oh, it would be fun to record our conversations together. They came down to Nashville in January and we were at Ember's Ski Lodge in 12 South and we were just getting day drunk and we were just having the best time. And we were like, we should have a podcast. And so we just were like, let's do it. And Carrie, our friend Carrie, she's such a like go-getter and like, we'll make things happen she was like okay we're doing this and like we did it so is <laughs> carrie honest- the one that works at a brewery yep i'm yep. so i'm so jealous i think she, that's like the coolest thing she's got a cool life she so we all went to school in bemidji minnesota and um what was the we, city you just said what was the name Bem- bemidji wow okay i've never e-m-i-d-j-i bemidji bemidji go beavers (laughs) we were beavers yeah wow so uh we uh we met and called well i met carrie i went to middle school and high school with carrie and she went to bsu and then i went to bsu and then brooke is from like a town 20 minutes away from us and she went to bsu as well and um Carrie still lives in that college town. So there's like one brewery and she gets to work at it. And um, it's just a, it would just be a cool gig, I think too. That sounds awesome. It actually, and it sounds like she's like, actually, well, cause I like watched the, what was it the Instagram story? And she was like talking about, you know, like her, her job basically. And I was yeah. like, and I was like, whoa, like that's sick. And she, she actually <laughs> seems like she's like genuinely interested in like the, the process. Oh yeah. She so was cool she was trying to be like a Cicerone, which is like the equivalent of a sommelier. Mm-hmm. And so she, those are some big words there. And you might want to be careful. I know, man, just throwing them out. Bring my show smoking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she did all these like beer conferences and has all these books. And we our lo- latest episode. I think it, I think it comes out tomorrow on Wednesday is um she had us go buy some craft beer and she's like had us taste it and like describe what we were tasting and it was was a fun episode so that's awesome that's that is the one thing that i that i like as much as i appreciate like some craft beer i'm I'm a cheap guy all the way like (laughs) yep you'll make me happy with some (laughs) light and like let's call it a day um but i mean i i think it's great i just like some of it I can't wrap my head around like me and my friends <laughs> every Thursday night we play trivia uh-huh. like it's a very old head thing to do but we play trivia every Thursday night and yep. we go to this brewery um, like over the border right into New York and it's a great brewery like the fine brewery I love it a lot but you know sometimes they have some beer that that's just I'm like how how does one drink an entire 25 ounce of this like how can you do that but they have some really good ones too. And, but I'm, I'm a, I'm a lighter guy. I can't do the, the heavier, the heavier stuff. Mm-hmm. It just, it doesn't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. We, I, I, I like an IPA every now and then like, yeah, every now and then, every now and then I I'm not really a big fan of like a stout or a Porter. Nope, um, but yeah, I'm a Miller light. Have you tried Bush apple? I, I did like, a few years ago, I feel like. There's no way. 
Maybe last I, yeah, year. Yeah, it came out in in Minnesota, I feel like, earlier than it did. No way, actually. Wow. Nationwide. I'm kind of Because I remember being home for something and trying it. But, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. I It's funny because last year when it came out, it was, like, nowhere in my area. It was, like, everywhere but my area. So, like, yeah. we couldn't find it. And we were at some random beer world, like, up in the Catskills. And I was, like... I looked at this guy and I was like, Hey, do you have Bush Apple? And he's like, we literally just sold our last case. Like, oh, no. I'm like, Oh my God. So I never found it. And they came out with it again. And I called all these stores. Like, do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? <laughs> this one store in New York had four cases and we go up there and it was like a half hour from my house. And I, he goes, how many do you want? I go, how many do you have? And he goes four. And I go, I'll take them all. So we just <laughs> bought four of them. And I was like, if this sucks, like I'm going to be mad. Cause I, I just spent like a hundred $20 on four cases of beer or whatever it is, but it's good. Like it's the perfect, in my opinion, it is the perfect. Cause I can't drink like the sweet stuff. I like not all, yeah. I literally can't like, it's too sweet. I can't do it. So like, I think it is the perfect mix between a beer and an apple taste. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And like, yeah. I mean, do I want to drink Bush apple for the rest of my life and never have anything else? Absolutely not. But on occasion, would I drink five, six, seven bush apples? Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> like, it is some good stuff. I am a full sponsor for bush apple. There right you now. go. I'm all in on the bush apple. Shout out to bush apple. Sponsor me. Sponsor. That that might be my next step in life. I'm a bush <laughs> apple sponsor. Could you imagine how sick that is? If all I have to do is drink a bush apple on every episode? Come on. Oh, I mean, that's an easy, that's an easy gig right there. That is an easy gig, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> Oh my, oh my. We should have a bush apple one of these days. I think that's what we should do, honestly. Down. I need to get a case. <laughs> um, so this uh last year and a half, two years, 2020, 2021, however you want to say it, last mm -hmm. or I don't know. It was it was it was a good year for you. You, you did, you know, over, over, over from a year where everything was like kind of weird. Like yep. you put out an EP, that's fantastic. Yep. I'm a huge fan, and um I think it's a great four songs. And then you're also a co-writer on Britney Wars, Jesus and Janice, which is a whole yeah. other story that we're going to get into. Cause that's wild and yeah. crazy and so cool in every way. But that EP, you put out the four song EP, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that honestly, you picked the great four songs to be on that project because Thank I you. think, I think that in my opinion, I think that always matters that if you're going to put out a project and, and you know, you want to put out, music in whatever way like for the most part the songs the song picking my opinion is important that's what i'm trying yeah, to say definitely and um i think it's great where did you come up with the title uh kentucky avenue so um my buddy john townsend he um produced and recorded the the songs for me there i mean they're they're acoustic songs and he's got just like a, a little studio in his in his house and it was on kentucky avenue in nashville there you so go. I was like, that's a cool little artsy name. We that call is cool. It. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Um, it was kind of a, a quarantine project. I had like a little bit of a crisis um, beginning of summer of the whole shutdown. And I was like, I am not doing enough and I need to do more. And I'm like, what can I do that is going to get me some bang for my buck? And I was like, let's do an acoustic project why not? I have these songs that I've been 
kind of sitting on for a long, long time. And I was like, let's just put them out and see what happens. So yeah. it was, it was a product of the shutdown. So there you go. And the, and, and it's becoming more and more apparent that the products of shutdowns are becoming some of the most memorable projects. <laughs> like, let's be honest here. I think yeah. that, that some incredible things came out of there. But um, do you have a favorite? Because I have a favorite and it's definitely I don't care about Colorado. <laughs> Thank you. I'm wearing my Colorado shirt. I actually, there you go. Went, actually went. You, you're, you're a hypocrite, basically, is what you're saying. I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that one, I... I I like that one and we should have stayed in. We should have stayed in is probably my favorite of the bunch. I'm a real big sucker for just like a like a stripped down song and uh -huh. um something that like really shows off your voice. And for some reason I think that I don't care about Colorado does that. So I think that's kind of yeah. why I lash onto it. I mean, I think they're all fantastic. I think you're a hypocrite now that you're wearing a <laughs> Colorado shirt, but you know, it's fine. It's you know, I'm not offended. Um <laughs> Did you, uh, did you write the, when you wrote, okay. So when you decided that you wanted to put this project together, did you just say like, here are the four songs or did you think about like, this is what I want to put here and why I want to put it here and all that jazz. Um, I, I, those songs are songs that like I'd play out every now and then at mm -hmm. writer's rounds and I'd usually get a good response. Like we should have stayed in, like I've had people tell me that they love that song so much. And so I was yeah. like, okay, I just need to put it out. Right. And, um, and with writing that with Rosemary Joe Quinn, who's like a pop artist in town, I was like, let's go a little crazy with it and kind of explore that like pop side yeah. of the world. And, um, and then to like, I wanted to put out, I don't care about Colorado. And I was like, these two are like polar opposites production wise. <laughs> and I was like, I don't care. It, it'll, it's just cool to show like, okay, I can do this and then I can do and that's country. important too right i mean i think yeah. that's, that's that's huge when you're trying to you know promote yourself as like a product and and like show your music out there is like i think especially like when you're when you're first like cutting your teeth i think it's so important to like show like, that you can like put together one sound and then just like put together polar opposite sound like that's right. just so i feel like that's so important because you know eventually you'd get you'll get to a point where you're you know where you know exactly what that sound is and you'll put out like continuously the same type of music but like mm -hmm. up until you get to that point why not have some fun with it right exactly it, and i was excited to put out that one with with rose because i just was like people are gonna be like what yeah <laughs> so it turned who out is and then, he? Like, who? right what is, what is he doing now <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and then built to last is on there which obviously wrote with that with Bo armstrong and joy beth and Bo put that out a full production version and yep. i was like i texted him i was like would you be okay if i did an acoustic version of this and he's like totally like go for it you know yeah. so um that was fun to kind of do my own spin on that one that's cool that's so. cool i honestly it took me so long to um realize i was listening to the same song <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you I really, yeah like one day well, i was like, listening through and i'm like wait i've heard this song before and not from Aaron. Like, where have I heard it? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, there, there you go. That's right. Yeah. And that's yeah. happened before. Like, I've literally talked to, I've, I, I, I have a, a buddy who put out a song, and then he put out the same song, but like basically, he like reimagined the whole song. Oh yeah. Like he slowed the tempo down, and it's like a completely different song. The words mm -hmm. are the same, but the song is so different, and the 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 title of the song is similar pretty much the same but he's changed a little bit of 
a little bit of it. And I listened to it once, the first version. And then I listened to the second version. And I was like, wait, am I listening to the exact same song? Yeah. Like, is that what I'm listening to? And I asked him about it. And I was like, why'd you reimagine? He's like, I don't know. Like when I put out the first project, I was like, this is what it should be. And one day I was sitting home and I was playing it and I changed it a little bit. And I was like, whoa, like this is better. I want to put this one out. Yeah. Which I yeah. respected. I thought it was so cool, but it took me so long to realize I was listening to the same song. Cause like, you just yeah. don't think about it. Cause you think about a song one way and then you could completely change it up and be a whole different song. It's, it's, it's a funny thing. Like, cause I feel like when you play a song out, that's when you really can like, Oh, I could hear it going this way, you know, yeah. or like, like matches, like I'll play that song out. And it's like, uh, more like, it's it's i play it slower than what's on the record and it's mm -hmm. it's more of like a vibe like kind of like a a kip moorish like slower song you know mm -hmm. and it's it it's like oh i wonder what would have what it would have been like if i would have redone it like this you know and like it that happens all the time like i, I feel like willie nelson is a prime example of like re-releasing songs that he's done in the past and putting a jazz spin on it or like an even more country spin on it. Yeah. So yeah, that's um I always thought that, that was so fascinating that you could just kind of just switch it up just a little bit. And Willie Nelson's a good example. I, I didn't think about that, but that's a really good example. Um, so when are you gonna put out bandwagon? I'm throwing you on the spot. <laughs> you know um, I like that song. I told you I like that yes, song. Yes, I, I love that song too. I wrote that with Brittany and SJ as well. We kind of have a good thing going with that like throwback rock vibe i guess and uh, yeah uh, um i'm hoping 2022 all I'm right not, i i haven't set like a for sure date but i still need to record it and everything but all right i'm gonna I, hold I, you to I think it. it's gonna happen i think it's gonna happen if, if, yeah. if we're hitting the end of 2022 and i don't hear that song yet you're in trouble That's all <laughs> i need to get i need to get my other songs put together first and that's then, fair that's and fair then we'll you could just do a, you could just do a private release just for me. That's all right. Okay. You know, okay. Tell anyone I'll just have it. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just keep it to myself. I do that all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll just listen to it in my car. And then when it comes out, I'll know all the words. It's, there we go. There it's, we go. I'll be the biggest uh, fan already. I'd be all right. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that song is so fun to play like with a full band and everything. It's, I'm, I'm so it's, excited. Well, it seems like it's fun to play if it's just you and your room too. So, I mean, like, it, 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 it is. Must be fun. Don't get it me wrong. <laughs> yeah. It must be fun. Um, so speaking of SJ and, uh, and Miss Brittany Moore, you uh, you guys uh, wrote Jesus and Janice. Obviously, Brittany recorded that, and um, it got a lot of traction. It got a lot of response. The song's fantastic. Obviously, I can't. I I think I remember the first time I ever heard that song, and I went to look it up to see if it was out, and it wasn't. Yeah. And it really pissed me off because it was like, <laughs> damn, like the hook's really good. I just think the song's really really great. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the story about how that kind of came to be and then kind of what that whole experience was for like the, what, two months that everyone was waiting for it to come out. Like obviously yeah. on the Bobby Bone show and, you know, it caught some love on social media. And then when it came out, it was kind of this big deal that it came out. Um, and it's probably just so cool for you that, that you're part of that song as well. Oh, definitely. Like, so we wrote that, I want to say we wrote that in like January of, 2019 and we were in SJ's apartment in, on Belmont's campus I guess mm -hmm. and um Brittany brought in the title of Jesus and Janice and it was 
for her experience, like she grew up in a very like religious community and like um, she would, she was kind of caught between like doing Christian music and doing like country music, which Mm -hmm. in my opinion is like, might as it could be, it could be the same thing. And it could, um, and so she kind of had this idea of talking about how she was kind of torn between that world and then this world. And um, yeah, it, it, I remember in that, right. It just all kind of just fell out of us. Like we were all just, it was like one line after another. Like, I don't think we ever got stuck on anything, which was a rare thing for me because I'm a very slow writer and like can overthink lines left and right. But that right, it was just one after another and it was so good. And then we knew it from the moment we wrote it. We were like, this song is good. Or at least I did. <laughs> it's but, all that matters, yeah. right? There must right. be such a cool feeling just like being like, whoa, like we have something here. Because I mean, yeah. you guys write so many songs every day, every week, whatever. And then just to realize you have like one really, really good one. It's like, yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember like getting out of that right and sending like my parents the work tape and I was like, listen to this. And they're like, oh my God, that's so good. And I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> parents recognition. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, my mom is like a tough critic too. She'll thankfully she'll like tell me she's like, eh, it's, really? it could be better. Yeah. Like wow. I, I posted um, a song on TikTok and she like called me and she was like, I don't really get it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> good to know thanks Thanks for the feedback (laughs) really thanks i really appreciate it um so whose decision was it to like like how do you decide you write a song like that how do you decide who records it that's a good question because Um, because i don't i only ask because the first time i ever heard it i think sj sang it that's the only reason i ask yeah and that's that was a big like controversy on TikTok was because SJ posted it first, it went viral for her, mm-hmm. and um, then Britney posted it and went viral viral for her, yeah. and everyone was like coming at each other in the comments about this is SJ's song, blah blah blah. Um, but I think we were all in the camp of like Britney came to the room with the idea, and Britney had already planned on releasing it this last year and mm-hmm. or this year and she was so we were kind of like it's it Brittany gets first dibs at it yeah. so um and I'm definitely in the camp of like you know if multiple people want to record it by all means go for it like yeah. um the the only tricky part is like who gets it first you know right. <laughs> but um but like like with built to last and um and all that like I feel like it just gets more ears on our song that we wrote you know and um any 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 attention from it is good attention so it doesn't matter who from and honestly if Britney sings it or if SJ sings it it's going to be a great song do you think you'd ever want to put out your own version or no probably not it's not it's a little too too much female leading for me i was gonna say it, it, it is a little bit so probably probably if not, it but. if it was something like between jesus and eric church then maybe i would i would cut you it. know what i was gonna talk about <laughs> eric church but i know that i think we are we are very we are both very much church heads oh hell yeah hell yeah oh I have, my I have, god 
I just bought tickets to see him in Atlanta with George Strait. Oh, I'm freaking out. I have not seen George Strait yet. So I'm like, I haven't seen church. I have seen- never seen church. So you want to hear a story that I always hate telling, but when I first started, <laughs> do- when I first started doing this, I used to tell a lot and then I stopped telling it for a long time, but I'll tell you because I think it's only fair. So, uh, 2020, no, 2019, sorry, 2019, senior year of college, first semester, I was in a relationship and um, I had, Eric Church was playing, um, where was he playing? He was playing somewhere. I can't remember where it was, but it wasn't far from where I was. It mm-hmm. was like, it may have been Boston, honestly. Um, I that show. And he was playing and it was either I go see it. Like it really wasn't like a either or, but it was more or less like I had plans to go see this person I was in a relationship with. Uh, but Eric Church was also playing and I didn't have the heart to say like, no, and go to Eric Church or like bail and go to Eric Church. So I didn't. Oh, no. And then about two weeks later, I got dumped. Oh, no. And I was pretty <laughs> upset. I'm in a very happy relationship now. So that's all great, right? Go. But I was and very she'd probably go to church with you. Church. I'm just going to take her to our church. That's what there you go. There you go. I'm, just, I'm very upset that I missed our church. <laughs> that was really the only thing I was like, and I swear I said this. I was talking to my friend and he, he loves country music, you know, just as much as I do. And I said, Drew, and he goes, what? I go, I, I fucking miss Chief. Like, that's it. Like, oh, I, yeah. I blew my shot. And it was an incredible show. <laughs> that being said. I think I'm going to see him this November in Knoxville. Nice. I, w- I was going to get, I was going to get tickets to the Knoxville show, but it was like, I get so much anxiety when I buy concert tickets. And um, there was like 2000 people ahead of me to purchase these tickets. And so I was just like, screw it. And then I went and saw tickets for Lexington, Kentucky. So I'm just going to go there um, instead. And then in November for in, uh, Atlanta. You're living I've up, seen him I'm... 13 times. Oh my God. You're like freaking Blaine <laughs> Rudd. You've seen him like more times than you can count. Oh yeah. my God. I have a I have a list in my phone of like who I was at the each concert with. Oh my memorable god. Memorable moments. Like <laughs> oh my. I listen, I that is like the one show that I want to get to more than anything, but I also feel like like every time I've tried to see him besides that one time, like he was always in an area where it was like a little bit of a stretch for me to go see him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, except for the one time he was at the garden, there was a reason why I couldn't see him at the garden, but, or was it the garden? I don't know, but it was somewhere like Boston. Oh no, Madison. No, Madison Square Garden. There was a reason why I couldn't see him there. Um, But I've, every time I've tried to go and you know, what's the funny thing too is like, out of my friends that listen to country music, I am the only one that loves Eric Church. Like I love Eric Church, or like you love Eric Church. Like mm-hmm. people just, I had this thing about him for a really long time. Like when I was like growing up and like first started listening to this stuff, is that like I couldn't like adapt to his sound. Like it was hard for me to like kind of latch onto his sound because it was so much different from like all the like normal mainstream poppy stuff I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I kind of realized how incredible his songwriting was, is kind of when I realized that like he is my favorite of all time and like nothing's going to change that. So um, I honestly think, and I'm not a very emotional man that the second I see him live, I might shed a tear. I might. 
give me back my hometown i don't know <laughs> why like that that song comes on live like i forget about it and he's he starts playing that and i'm just like oh my god i get so in my feels about that song and like i have not experienced that in my life like um so i don't get it but that song comes on i'm just like oh my heart breaks and it's so good and it's just the lights and everything like, oh my god i've really been uh listening to uh, a man who's gonna die young that's i listen to, i've been listening to that in the shower for the last three days don't really know why that's my shower <laughs> song but just when he when he comes in with that guitar yeah and and, and he, he sings that first line i'm like no one else could put a song out like this and it'd be received as well as our church does it i know it's it's gonna be interesting his this next tour that he goes on because like i mean he doesn't have any openers but he's got a whole three albums now that he's got to play no i'm like what are you gonna are you gonna be able to play like lightning or like any of these other like bangers like he's, he's gonna have to like you know he's going to i know i know he will plays but... like leonard skinner jones and he plays um <laughs> probably doing life with me or like through my ray-bans yeah i love this is probably a very controversial opinion is i love bad mother trucker me too that's like, like people don't like that i love I, it at, from my nashville friends that's not their favorite and i'm like that probably is top top for me that, like out of this new these new this new batch out of songs. the new albums that's definitely in there that is 100 in there it's so fun like it, it is fun and it's different like you're not going to hear yeah. that from the next guy coming down the street yep no shot no shot <laughs> um but i think that whole triple album is great did you get them on vinyl i did you yep. got all three right yep and then um can listen to them on the church choir app that's true yeah you gotta be a church choir member i am i told you that right did, did I tell you that? I, I became a church choir member just so I can get and actually. That's the oh, really? I'm a church nice. choir member. So that's the only one I have as of right now. That probably will change also because um, my vinyl addiction is becoming, um, well, one is becoming expensive, but two, it's becoming <laughs> um, pretty aggressive. And uh, Sinners Like Me is like my favorite record of all time, like out of oh. pretty much anything. And yep. it's actually not my favorite church song of all time, or like it's or not the song. Album. Like my favorite song is not on that album, but as a project as a whole, that's my favorite album. Oh, it's so good. So good. Lightning is just probably right. It, my favorite song changes every day, but lightning is such no. a well-written song. Like, like I picture it. It's like, a I'm movie. really a sucker for love your love the most. Always have been. I think I always, yep. always have. I won, I won our County fair talent show with love your love the most. Look at that. Yeah. You've been Thanks, a church. church. Wow. You're going to church and back. <laughs> God damn. Oh my. Yep. That's great. I love that. That's so funny. I, I also <laughs> sang that song at one of my friends' wedding as their first dance. Really? And I changed the I love college football games to I love college hockey games. Because, really? I mean, we're in Minnesota. So. I mean, yeah, yeah. Listen. It's all right. I think only in Minnesota is that okay. You know what I'm saying? I th I think only in Minnesota is that okay. Yep. You know, you're rooting for the Gophers or whoever you're rooting for. You Wild fan? You maybe you're rooting for the Wild. I don't know. I'm a Wild fan. Being a Wild fan is a lot like being a Vikings fan. So that's fair. That's fair. Were you a uh, Were you a Well, I mean, this is probably you're 28, probably not. But like, were you like a North Stars fan, or like, was your dad a North Stars fan or something? Oh, 
my dad is a big time North Star. Oh, sorry, can you hear this car alarm going off? Yeah, it's all right. It's, you know, it's all about it's all about the effect. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> my dad it was a big North Stars fan. Like our basement is like all like hockey. Like he's got hockey pucks from every NHL team, like all these college teams and he um so is he a stars fan now or is he just not no he's a wild fan okay but he was also um cheering for the canadians during the playoffs sorry listen i thought your dad was a cool guy i don't know (laughs) i don't think i'm gonna go to clapping skates and uh and buy a (laughs) t-shirt i think he's he's no longer has my business (laughs) also fun fact about um the uh mighty ducks you were talking about them earlier my mm-hmm. parents were at the game the north stars game that they filmed no way section. yeah so my mom and dad are always like we were in the mighty ducks and they were like on the no other side way. of the arena that's, a, that's like such a <laughs> 90s scene too it's the funniest right scene. that is such a 90s scene that's incredible <laughs> that's so cool holy crap that's awesome um yeah okay, this car alarm is driving me nuts i know what the heck you know figure it out people like it's it's really not that hard. All you gotta do is hit the little red button. <laughs> like it's it's really Unless not. Unless somebody's breaking in. Listen, I, apparently someone is not an RCM fan, or they would uh, have that figured out. By now. <laughs> but you know, it's fine. We're not offended by it. You know, it's whatever. I get it. Yep. Cool. So like, all right, no big deal. Um, Aaron, thanks for coming hang out with me, buddy. I really yeah, thanks for it's, having it's me. Great to uh, finally meet you. We've been on this uh, social media grind for a while here, but um, definitely, it is. Uh, it's great to finally meet you, and I'm I'm excited to see what you got coming on. Uh, bandwagon better come out before the end of 2022 or listen i'm gonna fly to nashville and you're gonna be in trouble but you know it's fine <laughs> I mean, whatever whatever <laughs> hey I'll, I'll hit you up when once once i get some solid plans for new music hopefully yes. next year please that's the goal please do please do it'll all come it'll all come yes you know it's it's, it's a process and i i know that and um you're gonna do great it's gonna be awesome so <laughs> um i wish you all the best everybody you can go follow aaron on instagram at aaron clapping all one word and go follow his podcast at three too many pod why not <laughs> Thanks, self-promotion who cares pause yeah help let's pause. do why it not? <laughs> why not <laughs> but everybody that was another episode of the remember country music podcast as always you can remember to rate subscribe give us five stars if you love the episode and follow us on instagram at rcm underscore podcast as always i'm kyle that's aaron we'll see you next week 11 a.m eastern 10 central bye-bye now